For the first time in 342 days, the Sharks get to hit the ice in their own home rink and skate through the shark head. Unfortunately, not the quite the result they were hoping for. We'll talk about that right now on Teal Town After Dark. Good afternoon, everyone. It is February 13th, 2021. Team Teal finally gets to wear a Teal jersey. <laughs> Seems like first time in forever. Uh, unfortunately, it becomes in a 3-1 loss to the Vegas Golden Knights. And we welcome you to Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every single game. So if you want to be part of the show, Teal together and chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page or the app. You can also follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Reddit, of course, our Discord, and of course, find everything at tealtownusa.com. Pleased to be joined once again by Ian Reed. Ian, how are you doing, bud? I'm I'm doing all right. Um, it's another game. <laughs> this one was at home, though, so maybe we learned some things. Let's find out. You can only hope. We can only hope. Uh, we, we're getting a lot of co uh, comments in the chat, and we're also getting some comments from Bugner. Uh, so we'll we'll address a few things here because uh, we have something developing. And uh, for uh, those who aren't a fan of EK65, um, <laughs> well, let's get your pitchforks. Yeah, get get ready, folks, because this one is uh, coming right from uh, Bob Bugner, Eric Carlson. And this is a quote from him via our uh, Twitter. He tweaked something and it's being worked on. Uh, he, and apparently, according to Kurz, and I think Justin, thank you for contributing, uh, didn't play the last 11 minutes. So the Sharks essentially played with four defensemen for the last 10 minutes of, or 10, 11 minutes of this game. Um, not good. Yeah, no, not good at all. Um, I mean,. Like, obviously, like, that's as much as people have it out for Eric Carlson. Um, that's not good. I mean, if he if he misses time with Shimmick, who I think is obviously going to miss time. Yeah. Um, if they both miss time, like, yeah, I mean, that's not good. Um, the the blue line is as deep as a puddle. Like, the depth is puddle deep. Um, so, I mean... It's not good. It's not good. And then it's it's puddle deep. And if you put those two guys out of lineups, I mean that just means you know we'll just up the ice time for Brent Burns and Vlasic and have them play forty <laughs> minutes a night. Nothing terrible happened there at all. No, like, not at all. <laughs> like it's just it's such a bloody mess. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah, if, if both of those guys miss time, like this is gonna get really really ugly. Um. You know, but uh just in time for uh, the Sharks to get a draft pick. But, you know, they'll probably change the draft lottery rules because Detroit's throwing a hissy fit. And, you know, oh, Detroit, they didn't they didn't just tank. They, they were good for so long and they're, they're just not perpetually so just, bad. So we got to change the rules now because they didn't get their pick. Like, fuck off. Jesus Christ. I mean, I, I get not to go on a draft lottery rant, but I I see what they're trying to do because they see that 
you know, Chicago moves up the last couple of years. New York wins the draft lottery, even though they were in the qualifying round. Well, that's on the, on you on the league itself for letting that happen. It's a lottery. Like this is what happens in a lottery. Yeah, Sometimes some teams that don't deserve it are going to win. Mm-hmm. Like that's just the nature of the beast. I mean, it's not like it's the NBA lottery where the Orlando magic, like 30 some odd years ago, actually won the thing back to back years. I mean, come on. Where was, where was all this complaint? It's, when it's Edmonton all fun and games it? until like, you know, until people who, have you know it's a the the nhl is so bloody incestuous that like you have like it's all fun and games like until it's detroit or toronto or a major market that has a hundred people following it then it's a big deal and if you know and if the rangers were on the other side of the stick they would complain too it's it's always the teams on the wrong side of the stick Mm -hmm. but it's you know if it was if that was columbus no one would give a shit yeah it's but it's detroit so now it's a big deal oh well shit detroit God damn. Like, come on. <laughs> original six, you know, original yeah. six. Arbitrary. Yeah, exactly. All right. Let's let's set that aside. Okay. We're we're gonna we're gonna try to painstakingly get get through the recap of this game. You know. Um <laughs> and Anthony, yeah, you're you're right. <laughs> One of ever picked a talented player that was actually a superstar. You know. Uh so let's get into it. You know, you get a puck over a glass penalty. You're hoping, you know, the Sharks can come off of off of the uh, their success for kind of getting off of their power play schneid. That doesn't happen, you know. And then Kane takes, I thought, a meh holding call. And, of course, that eventually leads to Mucho Salt. I'm sorry, Jonathan Marcheseau getting his fourth of the season on the power play. Uh, and the power play would be successful for Las Vegas tonight, today, excuse me, you know, um, what did you think of that first one? Um, so yeah, so like Vegas, obviously very talented team moving the puck around really well. Um, I mean, you know, would you like to see someone get a stick on Marcia? So, so we can't tap that in. Yeah. But at the same time, like that's a, that's a skill play. I'm not, I'm not really burying Jones on any of these goals tonight because I don't think like I don't think like he you know there's a lot of puck movement going around and then it's just a funny you know it bounces up he makes a save it bounces up and then Marcia so gets a stick on it pops it home like it's a skill play mm-hmm. um if it wasn't the golden knights I'd gush over it some more but it is so I'm moving <laughs> on I like your thinking but uh later on uh Kane would interfere Reeves would slash you know, it would be the classic, you know, Reeves versus Kane bout. And of course, uh, you, you love to see the or maybe you don't love to see the uh, the jawing, you know, as we go away from uh, from the plexiglass. Uh, they're just leaning over and just tripping each other as as they would. Um, I think for uh, the sake of NBC Sports California, I don't think they're glad they have microphones there that they uh, didn't pick that up. But uh yeah, but, like, this is the worst trade-off for the Sharks, and it happens exactly. every game. Like, anytime the Sharks have had success against the Golden Knights, it's because they ignore Marcia. So it's not because they dress a goon. It's not because—or, uh, not Marcia. so sorry, uh, Ryan Reed. Like, if the times when they have success against this team, they ignore Reeves. They let Reeves do whatever, and they ignore him. When they start chasing Reeves all over the ice and getting all bent out of shape over everything he does, exactly. the Sharks get worked. It's— 
like clockwork. It's happened to better skilled teams than the Sharks currently have, but it doesn't help. And Evander Kane for Ryan Reeves is a terrible trade-off. I don't think I need to tell anybody this. Like, isn't that why you dressed uh, Gabriel today? Like, yep. isn't like what's what's going? No, but no, Evander Kane has to go and deal with it. Like, no, give me a break. His personal vendetta. Yeah, absolutely. And he and he gets and if they. He gets that he like anytime Reeves can get him off of his game and it works. It works way too often. I understand these guys don't like each other, but it's a terrible trade off for the Sharks. Absolutely terrible trade. Yeah. And that's the thing is that Reeves knows he can be a hothead and go go do stupid things. And that's his job. And so does the league. So they're watching it. And don't get me wrong. Ryan Reeves is a great agitator. It's not like the Sharks are the only team that. Can, can completely that he can completely pull off their game and have them chase Reeves around doing stupid stuff like the Sharks aren't alone here. But you would think, you know, they would smarten up to it because, like I said, anytime the Sharks have had success against the Golden Knights, it's because they've avoided and ignored his antics rather than feed into them and get all bent out of shape and start chasing them all over the ice. And we all know what Pete Belbour does when when his team is down and everything. I mean. He's not going to put Reeves out there, you know, it's it's, at all. So, oh, no, I like I said, Reeves is really like I don't like Ryan Reeves, but he's he's good at what he does because the Sharks are not the only team that can completely have their game thrown off chasing this guy around. You've watched plenty of teams in the West that are skilled teams that completely lose their crap sometimes and chase him around because they let him get under his skin. And you know what? Vegas generally beats them because of it. Yeah. Um, moving on to the second period and it would get a little ugly about a minute and a half in redeemed Shimmick take, you know, gives us a nice hit on Riley Smith. Uh, and Marcia. So comes in uh, from, from slowing it down. It looks like there's contact with the head, the head Hits the plexiglass. Shimmick goes down. Shimmick stays in in the play, and he tries to play the puck, and then Marcia So delivers a cross check, to which Brett Hedekin called after the play. He believes it's a suspendable offense. Uh, I have a few things that I'm I'm a little iffy about because I think the refs saw both incidents. They saw that Shimmick was in pain. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the Sharks had possession of that in some form uh, of it. Uh, I mean, kudos to the Golden Knights for having possession to keep him out there because you need uh, the Sharks needed possession to have the play stop. But then when the Sharks had possession, the play didn't stop. Um, I'll let you go on this one, Ian, because I, I, I mean, so I didn't really like the the the. This is tricky because I didn't see this live and I'm only going from highlights. So I'm, I'm seeing it in absolutely, you know, you're seeing it in slow motion, blah, 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 blah. Like I kind of see why I'm, I, that looked a little bit like the, the shimmick, the hit that shimmick hit was looked kind of slew footy. Like I'd have to watch it again, maybe not in slow motion, but it looked and it, you know, and again with slow motion. So I can see kind of why um, they would go after uh, shimmick a little bit and shimmick's like, like shimmick's not going to give up on a play. So, you know, to his detriment, like maybe if, the initial hit, um, and I can't, I, and I'm not sure which hit was the one that I, I watched in 400 different replays. So, you know, maybe if he stays down, the play ends, right? Um, but he's not going to give up on a play, and that's 
admirable, I guess. Um, but the thing that concerned me more, like I know they're saying upper body, but I was actually more worried with the way the replay I saw that Brody tweeted. I was far more worried about the way his leg uh, went into the boards on that hit. Because yeah. with the history of knee problems and stuff, and I, I, I'm surprised they're coming back and saying upper body injury. Maybe they'll come back and say something. I mean, the Sharks are notoriously just garbage when it comes to talking about injuries, right? Like, Ask Marty Havlat. Like, they're just absolute. So, you know, it could end up being a lower body thing. But I, I'm more concerned about between the ankle and the knee than I am about the, the although, you know, broken ribs is no joke. Yeah. And, um, and if he has a, if he, if he did get hit in the head, uh, then, of course, the concussion issue, too. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it could just be a triple whammy for Shimmick, and that's the last thing you need right now. So, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, and losing, you know, and so and, and Shimmick being out of the lineup, like, I think you saw they because of the because of Eric Carlson not playing, you know, they tried to increase, uh, you know, uh, use Nizev. I think Nizev, like, I, I like what I've seen from him so far, but, like, I think tonight kind of this afternoon sorry kind of like you know he, he was a little exposed i think and again vegas right. is a skilled team um the, that that is a solid team top to bottom absolutely um and i thought you know so i thought he was a little bit exposed and I, but i think he's been really steady but um it would make me nervous to have him be the guy that's going to have to pick up those those minutes which is fine i mean you know, hopefully you know he's a young guy he'll come in and he'll adapt and hopefully you know he'll learn from it but it definitely makes me a little bit nervous gotcha and that that's what concerns me at 956 you know they take another penalty uh mark stone with the power play goal <sighs> you know uh it's it's one of those things um yeah um and I'm going to be a broken record again today. Cause like, again, I don't really fault Jones here. Like I really don't, I'd have to watch it again. I can't remember. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to bring back it in my head. I, I remember it's just, it's just one of those things where I think, Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm remembering this now. So Jones made a couple saves and, um, so someone missed, someone didn't have stone. Someone missed their, their defensive assignment. And what congratulations, San Jose charts defense. Yeah. You know, Washington's repeat every time this year. Uh, but someone obviously didn't have their assignment on Stone, and he was able to come in. And you know, uh, after Jones made a couple of saves, um, you know, Stone comes in, and there's not much Jones can do. He's made a couple of saves. He's already set in position. He's not going to, you know, uh, he's not going to get to that puck. Um, and and Stone takes a shot pretty much unhindered, completely. Uh, and that's, you know, it's power play. It's going to happen. Uh, guys are going to, you know, you're, you have a guy trying to cover two guys and right. because it's power play and this stuff's going to happen. There's, again, there's good puck movement by Vegas and uh, it bit the Sharks' heart. Yep, they made it a 2 nothing and definitely made a backbreaker. But then, you know, late in the period, some hope. Tomas Hurdle gets a nice feed from Rudolph's Balsers. Uh, and that was set up by Vlasic to kind of give some hope. Uh, you know, late in the period to make it a two one going into third, and again, like the other night, you you kind of have some hope uh, going in into uh, into the third, and unfortunately, uh, you know, the, the Sharks would take another bad call. Chandler Stevenson would score on the power play to you know for the trio of power play goals on the on the afternoon for Vegas. Yeah, I mean, 
Balsers, nice feed by Balsers to, to hurdle. Um, like seeing Balsers get on the score sheet. I've really liked what I've seen from Balsers so far. Um, you know, there's a couple of guys that are that have done pretty decent uh, coming in and trying to, you know, trying to fill a role, trying to fight for a spot. Um, and so it's it's I'm, I'm glad to see him get on the score sheet because I think his play um, definitely earned it. It'll be interesting to see how they do going forward, um, you know, knowing what's going on now i'm sure they'll pull him out of the lineup and bring someone else in next game because that's how this team works right but uh I, I i've been i've been impressed with what i've seen from balsers so far uh i've i've liked what i've seen yeah uh definitely uh i i, th- I think balls has been a nice pickup um kind of nice to get a piece of that that carlson trade back to be honest so uh and then of course around the nine minute mark of the period carlson goes out uh you know, so it's tough to play with four defensemen, and and uh, Sharks even couldn't even when they eventually got the power play or the extra attacker, excuse me, uh, pull and get, get everything going there. Uh, just couldn't even gain the zone. They barely even were in the zone. I think it got cleared out right away from that. So that would be it. Las Vegas wins three to one. The Sharks go down again. Um, but I mean, honestly, not surprised. But the concern now is the health again of Eric Carlson and Redeem Shimmick. Yeah, indeed. So yeah, for sure. Because I mean, if they're not healthy, then how will we ever know what this team is? I mean, it's injuries. It's being away from home. It's it's always something. <laughs> how will we know what this team is if right. these guys are injured? We we can't. There's just no possible way we should we could know what this team is at this point. Right. Um, I think. The end of the game, I mean, Vegas clearly took their foot off the gas. Um, but, like, I'm not sure. Like, is anyone surprised by this outcome? Um, I mean, the Sharks have had trouble keeping up with LA and Anaheim. I'm not surprised yeah. they can't hang with the Golden Knights. Like, <laughs> this team is bad. Um, and that, you know, and that's, and it's frustrating. I think I've watched from what I've seen and, and from what I've gone back and watched very quickly. I, I mean, they've played worse games this year, for sure. Right. Like, this team can't hang with... This team just can't hang with with teams like the Golden Knights. Like, that's all there is to it. And their antics don't help them. And the fact that Marcia Soap doesn't have to answer for that hit on Shimmick is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, go down the list. This team is ridiculously bad. And it's bad in so many different ways. Indeed. Uh, Couture, and we go with some comments in, in the uh, from the locker room. Uh, our back end did a great job after E.K. and Shimmick went down. They didn't, you know, score. Yeah, I mean, they, they did. They weren't, like, they did fine. But again, like, by that point, Vegas had already gone into cruise control. Yeah. Like, I, I'm I mean, not trying to, like, I don't want to already... beat up on them. Like, I don't want to sit here and just completely just beat up on guys for the sake of beating up on them. Because I'm sure people are watching. They're annoyed, too, at this point. Like, obviously, this team isn't good. Um, but, like, yeah, I, you know, they, they didn't, they, Vegas didn't score five on five. I guess that's yeah. something. You know, like, there's maybe small victories in here somewhere. But, <sighs> yuck. Yeah, no, it's... uh. I mean, you can take small victories, but that's that's all it is, you know. Uh, Couture putting it simply losing sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Losing sucks. Yeah. 
Uh, losing sucks. Losing self-inflicted sucks more. Right. right. Uh, um, I don't know if tonight was completely self-inflicted. Again, I think it's just a, a case of the Sharks just can't hang with the right. top teams in the league anymore. And rightfully so. I mean, at this point, I, I, you have to wonder, you know, about a lot of things uh, with going on in this organization. Uh, and but at the same time, did we not expect this? I mean, we kind of did. I mean, I, oh, I'll, I'll I thought be... this game was going to be a bloodbath. Like, yeah. I, I surprised it was the low scoring and like, you know, yeah, they scored all the games. Like, you know, I honestly, I thought this game was going to be a bloodbath. Like, I was expecting just a complete laugher. Like, I was expecting six, you know, six, seven, one. Yeah. Uh, going into this one. Bugner again, the probably was the difference. It wasn't anything too clean that we got beat with. Five on five, we played hard. Uh, we have to find a way to produce more offense. Uh, so, yeah, no, and I think you know, I mean, he, there's nothing. He's not saying anything wrong there. Like obviously, the power play continues to fail to come through. The penalty kill's been a brighter spot for this team, but against a team like Vegas, shock horror. Um, you know, it, it gave up some, it gave up some goals like, and you know, again, they didn't allow a goal five on five. Uh, I didn't think, I thought Jones after the game that he had last, I thought he played well, like he played well enough tonight. Like, I don't, this isn't on Jones. Like I, 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 I'm not a huge Martin Jones guy and I'm getting really tired of defending him because <laughs> I'm mean, not well, my favorite player, but, uh, yeah. I mean, 23 saves on the night, 26 shots. Uh, I mean, everybody will look at, you know, the save percentage, 885. I mean, yeah, but like if you look at those goals, look at, again, like Martin Jones is not a good goalie. We know this. But if you look at those goals, you can't really hang them on him. Like, you know, they're all in the power play. They're, Again, like I'm not. This is not me saying Jones is a good goalie. I'm just saying that you know tonight the goals that he was scored on they weren't really on him. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, we are now joined, of course, by AJ Strong. And first off, as always, thank you for providing the quotes in the chat and on Twitter. Um, what did you uh, What did you take from uh, this one this afternoon? Uh oh. You're not. I can't hear you. What happened <laughs> was was exactly what I thought was going to happen. Yep. Uh, but like like Ian said, uh, you know, I would think we were expecting a blowout uh, on uh, on this. Uh, essentially, it was. was like... Essentially, it was. I mean, you look. Did, have you looked at the power play or I'm sorry, the, the special teams numbers tonight? It was like they, they sucked on the power play and they couldn't keep it out when they were on the kill. I mean, this is exactly what we thought was going to happen. At least that's the way I looked at it. <laughs> I thought they're going to get worked more five on five, but aside from that, I mean, yeah. No, I, it's, Look, the one thing, like, if you want to sit there and go Pollyanna about it, you can sit there and go, well, they didn't get totally jobbed in the second period like they have for the, you know, the the first 11 games of the season. Okay, fine. There's that. But it comes down to the fact where it's just like, look, how, how close are we to the quarterway poll? Like, 
game hit, away. We hit, it, we hit it next game on Monday against Anaheim. Yeah, yeah, game away. And and where are they? They're in, they're in the basement now. If memory serves, I think LA was supposed to play Minnesota tonight, but they got postponed. Uh, but if you know, and if LA wins that, boom, Sharks are in the basement again, and that would be an extension of where everything was when COVID began, and nothing has changed. You know, nothing really has changed. So, uh, look. It's. I I don't know how you can be Pollyanna about this team at this point. I just I just don't. I just, and the that's the whole thing is you can sit there and go, oh well, Teal Town USA, they're just a bunch of haters. They're blah 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 or whatever you want to say. This is not just me. This is not just Ian or Eric or whoever else is happens to be on a show. You go listen to TSN Overdrive. You listen to NHL Network. You listen. Everybody is talking about like the three facts of life right now for the Sharks. Number one is Jones sucks. EK65 is an anchor. And there is just not enough talent on this team. Like that, that seems to be the three, you know, go-to points right now. Four flasics completely fallen off a cliff. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and you are not wrong, sir. You are not wrong. So, I mean, <laughs> it sucks when you ask the defense to play defensively, doesn't it? Oh, I hate when that happens. But it's, I mean, t- today there there was a couple plays where. I'd, I can't remember who EK65 was playing with, but the it was basically an onslaught across the neutral zone. Everybody bit hard in the middle, and then you got, you know, you got a, a golden knight on this side, you got a golden knight on the other side, and they just slide right back in behind them. Thank God they didn't score there, but it's, it, I'm sorry, what? Who's the kid? Rocky Thompson or whatever that was supposed to be uh, like a big deal and was supposed to help turn the defense around. Yep, hasn't happened. And I, you know, look, I'm I'm gonna be that guy that sits there and goes, "Hey, you y'all remember last season, right? Like, what was a big problem? Oh, well, they went from like scoring 3.2 goals a game to scoring 2.2 goals a game. Well, that doesn't come from the defense. I'm just saying." They can't, they're not scoring to is art. Like <laughs> look at Timo Meyer. Is anybody scared of him right now? No. You know, Evander Kane, it, what seems to be the issue with him is like, if you say something, uh, derogatory or something towards it, you can get under his skin real fast. It, it it's, it's hurdle and couture. Like, there's your guys. If you pull up anything from the bottom six, yay. But other than that, pfft, you're not going to get anything from the defense. Maybe something from Burns from time to time. But last time I looked, you know, Shimmick, Knizov, Vlasic, you know, the, these, these are not names you look towards when you're going, you know, we need a little more offense from the blue line. 
No, for sure. I mean, obviously the guys like, I mean, then those guys, I mean, and, and none of the guys you just named, like that's not their game. It's never been their game. No. It's, like, so it's, it's not like, it's, supposed it's, to be. It's, that's not like a knock on them specifically because it's not their game. Like it's, it's yeah, obviously they need more from Carlson. They need more from Burns, especially on the offensive side. Like, And I've loved what I've seen from Knizov so far. Yeah, he's been he's been super steady. Like I think for yeah. for for a guy like who's you know just cutting his teeth in the NHL, I, I think he's done admirably. I, I you know he's he's really I, I wasn't too sure about him to start, but he's grown on me. I'm not gonna lie. Like at first it's like yeah, well maybe, but now I've kind of he's grown on me. <laughs> no, I would I'll be right there with you, man. I was like sitting there going. Is this kid gonna beat Middleton out of a gig or anything like that? And I go, no, no, dudes. It's uh, they've talked about how good his footwork is, uh, and I, I've enjoyed what I've seen from him so far. But it's obviously it can ease. When you look at this team on paper mm-hmm. and the guys that you're singling out are Ferraro and Kanizov on the back end, there's a problem. Significant. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. There's. A, Scooch of a problem, just, just a little bit there. Yeah. So, uh, dude, I just this is the this team is what we thought they were. You know, who, who, Eric, who's the NFL coaches? Uh, they are who we thought well, they were. Dennis Green, uh, yeah, Sanford when coach, Danny former, Green, yeah, former uh, yeah. Niner uh, uh, assistant coach. Yep, for years. Yeah, they are who they thought so, they were. Yeah, that's this is exactly what it is. They are, and it, it it also harkens back to that whole thing of you are as good as your record says you are because there's some people sure. still think go well you know they're they're better than their record says they are. I this is one of those times I would look this, at the Sharks record and say yeah, they're they're no. worse. If if the well are they though because like they Dude, have one one, row. Reckon- one, row. one regulation win right one? right so are they better than their record not really. I mean, the record, I think, speaks for itself. You have one row the whole season. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, like, I'm saying they could be worse than what the record says. They could be. Uh, not by much. And not by much, but it's the fact that you've, you know, we're, we're 13 games. 13, right? 13. Today was 13? Yeah, 13. Yeah, 13 games in. How, how can you Pollyanna this? Like, Six games in, maybe it's, well, it's been six straight games on the road. After 12, well, it's been 12 straight games on the road. They've been oh, on the road now for it's 35 be, days. Oh, but they don't have, now they're missing half their blue line, so we can't know what this team is again, like me and Mike. Like, right, like, they, we, we don't know what this team is. They're missing half their blue line now, so the, how do you, well, guys, my guys. Thing, it's like, okay, well, so what do we talk about five games from now if it's still the same? Like, over the next five, now, you know, let, let's just bring everything into clarity for a second. Then the next five games, what is it? Anaheim, St. Louis, St. Louis, Vegas, St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. Where's St. Louis right now? Number one in their division. Oh, okay. Where's home, Vegas? So Number two. Oh, okay. So it's like, let's talk about them in five games. And if it's the same stuff, then it's kind of like, well, what's the excuse now? They'll find one. I, I assure you. It'll be found. The the question is is that when this if they go through this five game stretch where things are gonna fall apart, where where does it start where do you start wondering where do heads roll? Because the heads if if heads are gonna roll, it has to start in the front office. Because it does, but 
Who, who did we just hear from? I'm trying to, oh, NHL. It's so funny you bring that up, Ian. Um, NHL on Sirius. They okay. had, uh, what was it, like Dennis? Oh, uh, God, I wish I could remember his name. I, I know was, what you're talking about. They were talking yeah, about ne- how Haas. Dennis Bern- hold on. Dennis Bernstein and Marty Baron. You all know Marty Baron because Thomas Hurdle put him out of a job. But <laughs> those guys said, they're like, no, the problem is Doug Wilson, he he has, I'm paraphrasing, but it was it was essentially Doug Wilson and team owner Hasso Plattner, they're too tight. They're too goody-goody. They're too much friends. They're just, no, you, for somebody, and, and here's the funny part, is that if you look at like Reddit, some of the social media channels, there is a contingent of people that are, you know, they are screaming from the mountaintops, fire Doug Wilson. Now, when you look at Doug Wilson's uh, body of work throughout his entirety for the Sharks, you go, that's a damn good body of work, you know, from 15, 16 years, he's only missed the playoffs twice. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. Okay. Like, so I, like, ca- so, so to counter hold on, that. hold on, let me finish, okay. let me finish. And, and that's an incredible body of work. And you go, you know, show me, you know, four other GMs or more that have been able to pull off the same. That's great. But now let's look at it. Okay. You, you've looked at it over this whole wide spectrum. Okay. Let's just look at the last like seven years. Right. And it's okay. Well, you missed the playoffs in 15, went to the final in 16 and playoffs, 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 fine. And then missed last year. You you're on track to miss this year. So you sit there and go, well, he only missed two out of 16 years. Okay, but the converse argument for that is he is going to miss three of the last seven. Right. That's that's a significant And, and to the body of work argument, let me say this. I would argue that over the very similar span of, of employment, Ken Holland has a hell of a track record. Wouldn't we agree? I think right. we could Absolutely. agree. I sure, sure as fuck don't want him anywhere near my team. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get what you're getting at, Ian. Yeah, fuck like, that. <laughs> I don't want him anywhere near my team right now. Like, because obviously, look at things happen. Like, I I look at, but the, the the Sharks, Doug Wilson put all his chips in, right? And we've we've said this a hundred times. I'm gonna say it again because this is what we do on this show. We repeat ourselves at nauseum. Doug Wilson put all his chips in. The idea was they would win early on all these contracts, and then. Who cares at the end of it? It'd be like Chicago. Oh, well, dude, we pay, so pay for shit. four, pray, pray for, pay for the first four, pray for the last four. Right. And that's the problem. But the problem is, is we're already in pray mode and that's really bad. And I don't think that he should get a pass for that. Like, I don't either. His, this is his doing. And look at, I don't know how you can look anymore. Like we've changed coaches. I mean, we didn't change coaches drastically. Like, I, I don't think Bob Buchner was the guy that I wanted leading the team. But whatever. Like, it's clearly, like, coaching is important, but so are the guys on the ice. And this mix that we've put together isn't working. And it should, because for the money it's being paid, it should be a whole lot better than it is. And it's not. And it's time to stop making excuses for it. Right. This well, team it, is back. And it, it, it isn't. It, it's not working. And 
one of to me one of like the red flags that it's not working is wh- why do you keep bringing up a new player every time? You know, it's like oh Gregor's up, no Gregor's down. Uh, okay, then bring up uh, Schmolevsky. Oh, okay, okay, put Schmolevsky down and bring up Balsers. Okay, and now send Balsers down. You know, well, it's just Balsers got an assist. So out of the lineup you go, Mister. We cannot yeah, have no, that. Yeah, no, I mean you, you saw that. Have that production. <laughs> yeah, out of my lineup, I need to bring in someone else who has no points yet. Well, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing <laughs> is that is Schmolevsky. And I said that on the on the way into this season. That's what I was saying is that. First off, this team does not have a top six. They have a top four. And when you just look at who they have, whether it's, you know, LeBanc, Couture, Meyer, Donato, Hurdle, Kane, and then you go down to the, you know, one more level and you say, okay, Gambrell, Sorensen, and whoever. Okay, maybe they have a top nine. The, the bottom three, that's just, it's like, oh, okay, who played good for the Barracuda that week? And look at, um, yeah, and that too. Is Nixon ever coming back? And I and I want right. to say something, and I want to, I do want to say something. Like some of these guys have really shown a lot this year from last year. Like that does need to be said. Like yeah. I'm not completely but, just trying to bury guys endlessly here. But like, let me ask you a question. Doesn't okay. that scream how much the Sharks overvalued the system last year? Everyone overvalues their system. They're they're not yeah. alone. Everyone know. overvalues LA their system. Seems to be doing all right. Uh, like, John, go ahead, Ian. Sorry. No, I, I just everyone overvalues their system. Like that's every NHL team does it. You you get the guys that you drafted. You know the guys that you put your name on. You're always going to be loyal to those guys. That's you know, but the problem is now is that this team is in a rut. Like and uh, get to the super chat, and then there was another comment I wanted to get out in the chat. Go ahead. Okay, I was just gonna say. Uh, John, John, thank you for the Super Chat donation. Uh, he's saying the only game Sharks win this week is on my Xbox. Uh, but I wanted to bring this up, is that, you know, at what at this point, what is a new GM going to fix? We're stuck with all these contracts. Um, well, yeah, go that's, ahead. that's the thing. Is, well, let me let me ask this. You can bring, dude, you can bring in Scotty fucking Bowman right now. To any GM, because I've seen it on Reddit. I mean, Ian... You could bring in the best GM to it that has ever GM'd on the face of the planet. Isn't that GM still going to be handcuffed by the deals that Doug Wilson has handed out over the last three years? Yes. Like this different. is not a short process. No, it's not. And but the problem is, is you have a general manager. Like, here's the problem, right? Like this team is running out of assets that it can trade out to trade back in which is how Doug Wilson has generally done his business. Look at most of the impact guys on this team. They aren't sharks. They aren't sharks draft picks. Yep. <laughs> You're right. right? Now, well, now, now, that's with, the great point. hold on, with, let me say this. That's the point that Eric and I used to make is that when you looked at the, when it, when you try to compare it to a baseball thing, the giants could completely draft pitchers, catchers, infielders, they sucked at outfielders. They couldn't pull it off. And to me, it's the same thing with the Sharks. They can't draft defensemen. Yeah. Uh, and, and here's the problem. Okay. So now, so far, I've liked what Junior has done as far as like drafts that from the draft where he took over. I like what he's done, but we're still too soon to say, well, this guy's, you know, this is amazing. This is bad. Um, 
the real problem is though is that Doug Wilson probably doesn't get fired. He just moves to a position upstairs and then oversees the GM and it's probably more of the same. But I don't know. Like I just I'm not my faith in Doug Wilson like to dig out of this mess and turn this around. I don't know. Like does how how many years does he get to dig himself out of this mess? How many years do, do we do we say okay, now we should, you know, like or do you want to bring someone in who has a plan and you know, maybe the plan works, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. But Doug Wilson dug this hole. And that's why I don't know if, I I, there... I don't know if he's the guy to dig us out of it. Like that's is he that's why that's the hard thing. Dude, that's why I sit there and I go, look, even if you say, okay, Doug Wilson, you, you, you know, you had a good time driving the bus and now it's time to hand over the keys. Uh, we're going to find somebody else to do that for you. And that person is, you know, it's that whole idea. Like literally, if you sit there and it's like, you've been driving a, you know, a school bus for 15 years. And over those 15 years, you know, you have changed the oil regularly. You have made sure the, the tires are properly inflated. All the things you're supposed to do. Yeah. When you hand off the keys to somebody, you have the option of, you know, saying, look, you know, uh, gas tank is full. Tires are inflated, blah, blah, blah. Right now, if Doug Wilson hands this off, it's kind of like, uh, yeah. So, uh, the gas tank, uh, uh, you know, it's about three quarter full, uh, three of the tires are underinflated. You'll have to figure <laughs> out which ones they are. Uh, you know, it could use a new carburetor Yeah, and pads you know what I worn. mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Brake pads are a little worn. Uh, the insurance went out of date two years ago. Uh, you know, it's just uh, like, Whoever has to take over this shitstorm, they're going to have to deal with these contracts. So for all the people that sit there and go, oh my God, Doug Wilson needs to be fired. I, I understand why you're saying that, but the thing that is always going to pop into my head is two things. First off, who do you, who, <laughs> who do you want to take over? And secondly, how uh, is it going to be, you know, like, how is that, like, are you under the impression that when a new GM comes in, like all the contracts are void and we all start over? No, I, I mean, obviously <laughs> we don't like, no one thinks that, but here's the problem, right? No, like, here's, there's some I think systematic that, clearly problems here, you though. are not on sharks, Facebook, but go ahead. Well, no, and I get that, but here's the problem, right? Like if you just look at like, honestly, how the hell did you, I said this last year. How do you come back with Jones? This year, it's inexcusable. Oh, dude. Like, how do you not make also, that buyout? <laughs> no, and I love the fact that it was just kind of like, uh, you know what? Uh, Jones, like, worst goalie league. Oh, okay, what can we do about that? Hey, fetch me the second worst. Bring him in. Let's see how that works. You know <laughs> and and I mean? Doobie's been fine so far, and I think. Doobie, but, dude, like, Doobie has been huge. The fact that he doesn't have a regulation win drives me bonkers. Yeah. Because he's put up better numbers while seeing more shots. I know. I know. I mean, that's the problem, right? Like, there's just, there's certain things where it's like, you know, the, you keep doing the same things and expect them to get better. And obviously, look, it, he's completely binding himself with contracts. And those contracts are not going to be easy to get over, underneath from. Like, you're probably going to have to buy one out. Um, 
Jeez. you know, hoping Seattle's going to take one of them is laughable. <laughs> like, I, I don't think Seattle's just going to come in and gobble one of our crappy contracts up unless you super sweeten that pot. And then oh, what are you giving up what, to make what that happen? Take? What, would, what would it take? What would San Jose have to give up to say Seattle? Maybe we work out a whole deal for Eric Carlson. I know he's got a no trade, you know, no, you know, like full non. He's not going anywhere. Oh, Eric but Carlson's not going anywhere. We're we're stuck with that. Like that's <sighs> we're stuck with that. But you know, Jesus um, Christ. so you're gonna have to, you know, if if you want to ease up some money on the blue line, unfortunately, that's Brent Burns, or you know, for maybe depending on how you feel. Like I'm personally, I would keep Burns over this classic, point's classic, yeah. or this point's Absolutely. Carlson, but. Burns is the guy that you're going to have to get rid of. Well, and that contract's going to look worse and worse as I don't, the years progress to the end of it. I don't have a problem getting rid of Burns if it returns value. I would have but a it's not. huge problem. It's, you're going to have to give up value to get that contract off the books just See, to get some cash. I don't, I, don't, it, I don't know about that. If it, Burns continues to be like the shining beacon on the back end for the Sharks, like the one thing that has worked out right for the Sharks, I think there's at least something that if you can look, what did the Sharks get for Douglas Murray for Christ's sakes? Like, I think there's something it's better than nothing is what I'm saying. But my question is, is it, do you salary cap hit though? And have you seen the mileage on that guy? (laughs) I mean, the the thing, no, here's the thing. Douglas Murray. No, I get you. Because you've got a guy who signed until he's, Freaking like what 39 40 yeah that's the thing that's gonna kill you that's the thing that's gonna kill you but the thing that might work in your the thing that might work in your uh you know the thing that might work for you to try to make that go is the fact that look at the guy's a fucking personality now does that mean jack shit on the ice no but the fact no, of the and matter is he's that. a fucking personality that you can build some merch around, you, especially in that neck of the woods. Are you kidding me? Pacific Northwest, Northwest and you're going to tell all your fans that you've signed the Sasquatch? I mean, come on. That's going to sell some T-shirts. Yeah, and, and, and the real money does come down. Like, it starts dropping off. Next year, he's only making 7.5 in real money, and then it's exactly. 6, then it's 5, then it's 5. Maybe. But I still think, like, you're not... But again, no, you know, at that point, you're talking almost 40-year-old defenseman making $8 million a year. Can I introduce you to Nicholas Lidstrom? Yeah, but Nicholas Lidstrom, Brent Burns, Nicholas Lidstrom is not. Oh, but Nicholas Lidstrom is like Brent the Burns best defenseman is far ever. more marketable than Nicholas Lidstrom ever was. Nicholas Lidstrom was like is is like the best defenseman of our generation. I know, but not as marketable as Brent Burns. Speaking of which, congratulations to Patrick Marlowe on tying Nicholas Lidstrom for <laughs> second all time for games played in one franchise. Back to you guys. Yeah. <sighs> I don't care, man. Like, Jesus Christ. So. I can't even, like, uh, <laughs> I can't even. Uh, I, like, I don't think for, we can odd great, either, for that like, matter. The fact that, you know, Marlowe's our third-line center today against a team like Vegas speaks volumes. Yeah, how yeah that's true. I don't even think he got bumped up. I think it's that the other people sucked, so they pushed him down. Well, I mean, if you put Marlowe on with Curtis Gabriel, I, 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 I don't know. No, it's just know. the fact that Marlowe is on the third line. Really? 
Michael Zavorskis. I hope I got that name right. Uh, Forgive me if I didn't. Uh, Sharks have never really had good drafting. Oh, yeah. We've we've talked about that ad nauseum. Here's the problem, though. It's drafting's only half of the problem, though. Like, here's the thing. Like, you a lot of team point out a thing. You have to develop what you draft. It's absolutely. Wait a minute. Let me, let me, let me just show me the comment again, please. Sharks have never had good drafting. A team that has okay. good drafting. Okay, no, 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 no. All you need to do is stop at Sharks have never really had good drafting. That is incorrect. They've had very good drafting from picks five, six, seven, and eight. Those they have done very well at. It's those one through four that have like made them a little quizzical. But five through eight. It's like they haven't had any hits. They, like Logan Couture, solid solid player in my opinion no, they, they, i mean yeah they've had a yes injuries are an issue but whatever but i'm like, saying they have mined gold in the lower rounds the sure. things that have kicked their ass you know is one through four. First four rounds have kicked their ass five through eight they have mined gold sure but the, the other thing is the, the other thing that does need to be said though is there's there's something said for drafting but developing is the other half of that coin which rarely gets talked about and it's always just, well, you know, if you don't develop them, it doesn't matter if you draft. You can draft amazing if you don't develop. Hold on. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think Goldobin would have been a better player if he had been developed by a different team? Who knows? That's the problem. We don't know. We'll never know. Oh. And that's kind, You're of, right. that's kind of my thing from the past years is you wonder if the development system was a little bit better, could have developed a lot more. Than like what they have. Worcester was barren for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, like absolutely barren. It was like, here's a couple of our prospects and like 800 journeymen. <laughs> right? Like that has an effect on your system. You know, like you, you want to bring guys up. Like they've done better since they've moved the, the team to San Jose with the Barracuda and everything. They've done better filling that team with prospects and whatnot but for a long time like go back and look at some of those worcester teams like those worcester teams were barren wastelands hey, Ian? just guys matthew darson can, can i ask you a question ian mm. uh i mean you're you're a gentleman that from time to time watches the hockey that's <laughs> true doesn't doesn't have to be sharks hockey. No. I have to ask you, um, do you have any fucking idea what the hell was going through Tuka Rask's head <laughs> with a minute left and a two two tie against the Rangers <laughs> as he tried to like skate to the bench and everybody said, What the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck back in the-. What the hell? The- he obviously he must have thought they were down two one, is all I'm saying. But they yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't know, man. It's like goalies are funny <laughs> goalies are funny i mean that's all i can say right like goalies goalies are are, are strange animals D- um, danny lemieux may not have been far off in actual goaltenders is what you're saying goalies are weird man i i don't know like you guess i i don't know what was going on i don't know if he just didn't have much action going on he just kind of lost track of the score or whatever in his head but uh yeah i'm not you know goalies are weird <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Anyway, so we have what? What was tonight? It was three one loss. Yay! Three one loss. Yes. 
If All you're right, just so, in, that's what was the score in the Sharks' <clears throat> home opener. Yeah. So three-one loss. Does it matter? Like home away, does it really matter? Like you're playing in an empty fucking. Yeah. Arena. Yeah. No. <laughs> you're, you. oh, well, there, yeah, there we go. There is a special power. There, so there it's go. just they basically pulled a loss in three of their last four games. So I don't know how. And the one win that they got, they still gave up a charity point. So at this point, that's again, the problem. And that's, that's what's that's and if problem. they were being remotely competitive, that's what's killing them is the yeah. fact that you want to split with a team and they end up with more points than you do. Yeah. I just I can't get around this whole thing and there were some, you know, there were some people that for some reason were very uh optimistic about this season. I was not one of those people. I was just kind of like I didn't think it was going to be like 2022.0. I didn't think it was going to be this bad, but I felt like, I mean, coming into the game, what were they? They're five, six, and one. And yeah. the previous season, when everything went, when they had like a shitty start, they were four, seven, and one. I mean, they're literally one little thing away. I, it wouldn't surprise me if after 13 games, they're the exact same. I'd have to go back and look. It wouldn't surprise me. And a year, year and a half ago, whatever you want to say it, basically this season to last season, it was a case of, look, last season the team splintered when things started to go sour, which mm -hmm. I don't understand how that explained November when they fucking killed it and went like 12 and 3. Now part of that has to do with the fact that they didn't leave their time zone until the very last, uh, very last game of the season. But... 12 and 3. That, it was amazing. And then what mm -hmm. happened? In December, they fucking went right down the drain. Right now, they're going right down the drain. Obviously, a compacted schedule magnifies everything. And that's Look. a big thing. That's a big thing, AJ, because they've only played one of their 12 back-to-backs this season. And they look like they're already tired. That's <laughs> what happens when yeah. you have, like, you know, half your team's over 35. Hey now, and uh, look, I'm just going to say it here now because it's, uh, well, because I can, to be quite honest, uh, overdrive over, over the last three days, oh, TSN overdrive, uh, NHL network on Sirius, uh, myself, <laughs> Eric Carlson's contract is going to be the thing that gets Doug Wilson fired. That's that this is an albatross that the TSN overdrive called it anchor with a capital a. So for all the people that have been defending Eric Carlson, by all means, continue to defend him. But you know, we're, we're halfway through year two. Let's see where you're at at the end of year four when we're halfway through it. If Eric Carlson is still a member of the Sharks at that point, I don't know. Which he will be. He, he probably will because you either have to, no one else is going to take that deal or you have to buy him and no one's going to have it. Yeah. No, so yeah, it's a, well, dude, oh my God, do you love the athletic Kevin Kurz so much more than the CSN Kevin Kurz? Holy shit, the fact that he called like two days ago, he said Martin Jones is like two games away from being the most expensive Barracuda player. Fuck, dude. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll believe it when I see it, but I mean, this team... I mean, yeah, you can't because it's literally like you're throwing up the white flag. But sure. dude, dude, I, <laughs> I'm so, look, I've been here since day one saying that this Eric Carlson contract was wrong. I have yet to say, you know, you, there's going to be a couple people here and there that's, oh, of course you signed that deal. You sign it, you know, twice on Sunday. What an amazing deal this is. Talk to me in another year when he's not even close to what he should be. You would let me let me ask you this: you you sign what is quote unquote supposed to be one of the league's best defensemen. This is how far we're into it, and there are literally eighteen names above his before you talk about anything regarding a Norris Trophy. And I'm sorry, if you're the highest paid defenseman in the league, your name should probably be in the top three to five during at least half of that contract. It's not. Yeah, I mean, right. And I mean, but it's not like this. But that's, I'm not saying he's the reason why the Sharks suck. I mean, it's there, there's part of it, but it's I mean, there's part of it. the, the oh, whole. Yeah, I mean, this whole salary structure is completely out of whack. Oh yeah, like it, it's yeah, that's and that's the thing. I think, like I, I don't know. Like I feel like like with Eric Carlson, I I don't know. Like with everything else, I try to be balanced. Like, you know, today, I don't like Martin Jones. You can well, go here, watch let me ask any show and hear me rip Martin Jones a new one numerous occasions but tonight let me ask you this on hold him. on scotty bowman john tortorella whoever you think is the best coach to ever coach hockey ever are they going to do really any better right now than bob bugner i don't know i mean exactly. i don't think nothing's it's hard because like maybe you get one more win out of them maybe i i don't know it's hard because like this team, the, the systems, like I, I don't really feel like the systems have overly changed. Much. The problem is, I mean, you know, you, you need, you need a goalie. <laughs> you need a goalie, like show yeah. me a good coach. show you a good goalie and vice versa. And that's, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I, I would, I, well, I don't dude, go back to Miami with Chicago. You know, it was like, I didn't think Miami like, was all that good at Chicago. He played a good season. That's what he I'm had saying. a good series against the Sharks. That's what I'm saying. He and wasn't all the that goalie great. who let Somehow in the fewest goals cup. won the Stanley Cup that year. Like, I was you, horrified when we, like, not this, no, like, you, super you relevant. You made my was, point, man. That was it. That was perfect. It's just, it's so funny to me. Ask LA fans about Jonathan Quick or Drew Doughty. Oh my God! Do they want to run them out of the of the state of California? But well, sure, were both again, of them key to winning both of their cups? Absolutely. Sure. But you know they're they're. <laughs> I don't GM signed them too long. Either. Like, yeah, no GM signed them too long. You know, pay for four, pray for four. Mm-hmm. All right. And with that, uh, in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
YouTube, please just hit that subscribe button. We really appreciate that. SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and always available at tealtownusa.com. With that... Oh, uh, don't the, forget Discord, motherfucker. I mentioned Discord <laughs> earlier, but uh, that's where the conversation will shift over in just a few minutes. Uh, but first, uh, Ian, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. As always, yeah. uh, your final thoughts on where the people can find you. I just want to hit this last comment in the chat here. People can hate on EK contract all they want, but the because of Pavelski leaving, Pavelski was gone either way. They're right. Pavelski wasn't going to come back because they weren't going to give him the third year. Um, but uh, anyway, at Ian Blogs Hockey on the Twitter machine, where um, hopefully together on Twitter we can discover when we can actually judge what this team is. I'll keep hold, you posted. Hold on, hold on. Ian, let me ask you a question. You sit there and go, um, you know, Pavelski was never going to stay here. Pavelski was gone as soon as, our, uh, as soon as Evander Kane was signed. Now, why? Because the, they... Because it's Doug Wilson, he wouldn't. He wasn't gonna. I don't think that he was gonna bring back like Pavelski. Like obviously, he got off to a ripping roaring start this year. Um, he was he was pretty good last year, but I mean, like for a long time last year. I mean, you know, um, I mean, obviously they go to the Cup final, but like during the season last year, they had Pavelski on a milk carton for half the season. No, they did, but that's always been Pavelski's mo is that I show up when it matters most. Sure, but, but I mean, at the same time, but, I, I just don't think that Doug Wilson was going to sign him to... No, 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 hold on, but that's my point, is that it's, you know, everybody, you you know, you look at all the social media, you know, because they're the ones that know the most, uh, but you look at the people on social media, and a lot of them is just kind of like, oh, well, you know, Doug Wilson just wanted to give him two years, he wanted three years, and so that's everything that caved... And so even if that was the case, let's say that it was, why doesn't Doug Wilson pull a Toronto Maple Leafs like they did with Marlowe? You know, sign up for three years. Hey, because the first two years, that was great. And then that last year, yeah, okay, that was great. Go have fun in Carolina. Yeah, but the, you have to find a partner to buy him out at that point, right? And like, yeah, GM's yeah, trip but over Pavelski there. was to... performing a lot better over that time. I think you probably would find a partner maybe but who knows like i still i still think that third year that third year i mean it's the same reason i can't i can't come out here and talk about how shitty brent burns contract and mark edward classics contract is and be like oh but pavelski for that last year would have been totally fine <laughs> how do you not know that ian come on i thought you knew everything like, what the, it's fuck? the same principle right like it's it's just too many you know it's too many it's too much money on guys at the at the tail ends of their careers i love joe pavelski don't get me wrong but you yeah i think that no <laughs> no, like, but it is, it, you know, it is what it is. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, people are going to get their, their nose out of joint over it, but I like that relationship was already straining because when Evander Kane signed his deal, there was a lot of talk about how Joe Pavelski was not thrilled and about that I, contract I being signed. So, I mean, there was, there was some problem with that. There was some strain there before this whole Eric Carlson happened. Yeah. The Eric Carlson thing definitely made it push over the edge, but it wasn't the deciding factor. Like Joe Pavelski was not in the plan going forward. Otherwise, it was, you know what I mean? It wasn't like Doug yeah. Wilson woke up one morning and said, oh, well, Joe Pavelski's no longer in the plan because we got Eric Carlson. No, I don't think, I honestly think that he wasn't in the plan already. Uh, Ian, Ian, you have to let Eric wrap this up and Sorry. go to yep, bed. Go. Uh, I, I'm going to be up for a while. I'm All right, wrap it up. 
I'm at PuckGuy14 on the uh, Twitter and the Instagram. AJ is at AJ underscore strong. Apparently, I have a fax coming through right now, so it's really time to wrap it up. Keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Uh, thank you for watching, and uh, hopefully you come back on Monday after the Sharks take on the Ducks. Have a good night, everyone.